Stonecutters Podcast, Aaron Hankins. Will Catlett. In the building. Back again. Will, checking in with you, man. How you been? What's go- What's been good with you? I'm back like I never left, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Any man. updates? What are the updates, man? What you been doing recently? Uh, I've been auditioning recently. Um, put myself on a tape for a couple projects. Um, I went in. Uh, I'm gonna tell you. I can't tell you the, the name that I the, the movie I went in for, right? Okay. Um, but I went in for a huge film, right? Okay. <laughs> or her. <laughs> <laughs> right. And honestly, I haven't been nervous to go into a film in a long time. I was I was getting ready to ask one of the questions that I was going to ask you today is like, what are the things that you still get nervous about? So talk about it. What what, what happened? So I go in I go into the uh, to the audition, and I'm I'm prepared. You know what I'm saying? But you know you're not. You don't know how prepared you are until you get in that damn room, right? Well, let me let me ask you a question. So, like on TV and in the movies, like when mm-hmm. people audition for roles, like normally it's like a, a long hallway with chairs on both sides, and you sit down, and it's like somebody sitting across you that look look a little bit like you, like almost like a doppelganger. Is that uh-huh. is that the case? Yeah, when yeah, it's, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. But it's it's different now. They got couches that you can sit in now. Well, wait a minute. They give so you water. Wait a minute. So you, you, know? walk, you walked into a room and it was just a bunch of Will people that looked like Will. No, it was only one guy that was a complete <laughs> asshole. He was a complete asshole. Shout out to the asshole. You know, because he was a complete asshole. Okay. But uh, and I'll tell you why he was an asshole, and I understand why he was an asshole. But um. So I go into the audition and, um, you know, I'm writing my name down. I'm writing my rep down. And it gets to what the character name is. And I completely go blank. And I said, I can't remember the character that I'm coming in for. (laughs) So I'm like, and then it comes to me and I write it down. And I said to myself, I said, hey, listen, man. Hey, take five deep breaths. I take my five deep breaths to relax myself. And I said, listen, you've been here before. I don't care how big this role is. You've been here before. You know what I'm saying? Just relax yourself, okay? And so now I'm, I, you know, I'm trying to relax myself. And then the guy is that usually you would say hello to the other actor. You know, we're not in competition with Cordial. It's cordial. You know what I'm saying? He's not cordial at <laughs> all, right? <laughs> he's looking at me like he wanted, he's a lion. He's going to eat me up, right? And so uh, I'm just chilling, you know, so I don't say nothing. And then he ends up going in and does his thing. And uh, before I get ready to go into the room, a mailman walks in, right? And he's he's being loud. He's delivering the mail. And then he, 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 so he sees that I'm getting ready to go in. I'm chilling. I'm good at this point. I'm like, you know, uh, I'm ready to go in and do what I can do. So then he comes over to me and, Gives me a pound and say, "Look here, brother. I love your work, man. Oh. You, you were born for this." <laughs> he said, "Listen, go in there and steal it." Wait a minute. You know I mean? Wait a minute. So, I'm, I'm going to put a few things together, and you don't have to re- reveal any of the details. I'm mm-hmm. assuming that this mailman comes to this uh, audition place regularly, and he knows the kind of roles and and what they're casting and and whatnot. Is this like a, a person that works in the mailroom at the office, or is this like a U.S. postal person? This is a U.S. U.S. postal person. Okay, okay. 
All right. So this is this is his route. Okay, and he so he knows this place, and he's he like, knows everybody. Okay. He knows there. Okay, you know so, what I'm saying. All right, so so back back into it. So what did he say? So he's like, you know, you were born for this. <laughs> Go in there and steal it, right? And I was just like, man, you know, it just I was like, wow, you know. So my work is touching touching people, you know what I mean? And it just gave me another boost of confidence. But it's like basketball with me. Once I get in there and I say the first line, it's like touching the ball for the first time. Okay. All the nerves go away. You know what I'm saying? All right. And um, it was good. It was good. And then, you know, I can grow from it because in times that you may be nervous because you want to really do well and, you know, like forgetting the, the, the character's name or whatever the case may be, I can still take, because I went in there and I did a great job, a fantastic job. Now I can take that what I learned in that process to the next one. Whether you get the job, whether you land the role or if you don't. Exactly. Because now even, even the, it, there may be even another bigger one. Now I have that experience to be like, Oh man, I'm good. I'm going in and do this. You know what I'm saying? Cause I went in there and killed that joint, you know? So I'm like, all right, well, cool. You know, it's sometimes nerves is good. You know, they keep you on your toes. And the mailman was great. He's, he was like an angel that came just to encourage me <laughs> and say, "My brother, my brother, keep going, keep going." Did you look over at the uh, the doppelganger after the, after the mailman gave you the pound? Was he hating? No, because no, no, no. He was still in there forever. Oh, okay, too. okay. I was gonna tell him when he came out. Hey, it took your ass long enough, but I didn't say nothing. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But nah, I wish I wish the brother the best of luck. All right, and uh, I guess updates for me, Will. Um, past three weeks, just been hitting the headspace, um, meditating 10, 10, five, 10 minutes, 10 minutes every day, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's before work, in the middle of work, at the end of the day, I try to find a time where I can just turn on the headspace app on my phone and uh, take those, those deep breaths, the, those five deep breaths that you took, mm -hmm. uh, you know, probably take about 300 of those with mm -hmm. my eyes closed, just counting my breaths and counting the sort of the flow of breathing. And it's, it's all guided meditation, but it really helps with calming the, calming your insides down. Mm -hmm. You know, you, the, the way that we think about things. And uh, I, I see that it worked for you in a pretty, pretty short amount of time. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so I, I've been doing that. And uh, I guess that'll, we'll, we'll transition into our topic for the day. And I uh -huh. wanted... I wanted to ask you, Will, do you complain? Have you ever complained before? Are you a complainer? Talk about it. Uh, I've been all that. You know, uh, but I've learned that complaining doesn't do anything but bring you down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could put that energy to something else, you know. But sometimes you don't even know that you're complaining. You just start by complaining, and the next thing you know, you find yourself in a dark place. So, like, if somebody were to hit you up and be like, yo, Will, what you up to? What's wrong with saying I'm busy? What are the connotations around that word to you? Uh, it's nothing wrong with saying you're busy. You know, but like in L.A., people say I'm busy. But they asses ain't busy. They running errands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You make time for what you want to make time for, you know. Um, so I think it's nothing wrong with that. I think we should always honor our time. You know what I mean? If you're if you're busy, you're busy. But busy to me doesn't I don't like the word busy because it makes me feel like I'm all over the place. 
I'm just going here, going here, doing this, doing that, da da da. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. what busyness means to me. You know, I just might be focused on a on a thing. So if someone is saying to me if they busy, 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 busy all the time. Nine times out of ten, there's an imbalance probably somewhere because it doesn't sound like there's extreme focus towards one thing. Yeah, busyness doesn't necessarily mean mean organized or efficient. Yeah, and that's the that's the difference and that that's really the the choosing of the words we we were talking about this earlier and it's like when you complain or even when you say that you're busy things like that it's like if you ever notice when when me and Will talk you know we 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 tend to keep things extremely positive and that positive energy it's like light attracting light will says something mm-hmm. positive it, it it excites me it gets me thinking about something positive so when you mm-hmm. introduce yourself or when you walk into the office first thing in the morning and you say, mm-hmm. hey, what's going on? And somebody says, oh, man, I'm busy. Blah, blah, blah. Like there's mm-hmm. a, it can, it, can, it can bring you and put you into a bad space. And the, the, me and Will were talking about this earlier. It's like everybody has a notebook, but how often are we keeping track of our positive statements and our negative statements, sort of the light and the dark? And mm-hmm. when you're when you're when you're spending a lot of your time complaining about things gossiping thinking things are going to go bad even for yourself sort of the self-doubt those are all negative thoughts and how do we how do we tip the scales in the opposite direction and we start just talking with a more positive energy mm-hmm. and choosing your words like will like talk a little bit about like the words that you choose are you like a dictionary person like how do you learn new words well, I don't, I need to, I'm reading, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how much new words I'm actually learning <laughs> right now, but something had hit me that I, I definitely wanted to highlight while you were talking. I don't want people to think that listen to the Stonecutters podcast of false positivity. You know, I don't want people to just think like, okay, just be positive. Just be positive. Okay. Just be positive about this. Just be positive about that. That's not like uh, actually... What um, can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I was silenced and I was getting a couple text messages in, but I was like, no, that you know, like people just being positive, just be positive, just be positive. No, you have to acknowledge what it is that you're complaining about. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And you know, look at to see, you know, how can I change the situation I'm in right now? And once you look at that, then you put positive words towards that situation. You know what I mean? Because okay. sometimes I don't want people to listen and just be like, right. just think positive. You know, Thank you Aaron for... and Will say, just think positive. Yeah, just you, be you positive to, about it. You do have to give people the 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 blueprint. I, I, over, I, I skipped over that. I, sometimes I just forget the fact that some things that we have learned or things that we sort of take for granted with other folks, they have to be sort of reminded or they have to we have to give people the 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 roadmap sometimes be like yeah that's reevaluating the situation looking at it from a different perspective reframing it uh, mm-hmm. i learned something um i took an alt mba class um probably about three or four years ago and it talked about mm-hmm. reframing situations so if you're mm-hmm. in a situation and you're and you're feeling busy or you're feeling hurried like how can you sort of reframe that in such a way to put it into a, and spin it into a positive light or how can mm-hmm. you take a situation and make it more in your favor so to speak so mm-hmm. okay. you know i was going to ask you at the beginning of the podcast but uh-huh. i was trying to figure out like how i was going to ask this question <laughs> um hmm i think it's going to help uh, a lot, all of us what are you 
if any, I'll phrase it that way, unhappy about? What am I unhappy about? Mm-hmm. Probably everything. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know. I don't unhappy is is a very interesting word in itself mm-hmm. because I, I would say that I'm I'm not satisfied with anything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I think unsat uh, unhappy, I also think unsatisfied because okay. happy and satisfied and you just put the un in front of it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I when, when I see unhappy or I hear unhappy versus unsatisfied, I sort of connect them together. But but like, what am I unhappy about? Very little. When I think mm-hmm. about it in in terms of my life, where I've come, what I'm capable of doing, but I'm also unhappy at times because I wish I could have done more. I I always feel that I could have done everything that I've done. I feel like I could have done it better. Mm-hmm. And, and it's that mindset of never settling or never accepting, trying to, trying to continually strive for my best every day mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. everything that I do from, from the minute I wake up to, to the minute that I fall asleep, I'm, I'm intentionally trying to do the best with everything that's in front of me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not my best that I'm unhappy with, with not, performing to the, to the best of my abilities. Mm-hmm. And then other times I'm extremely happy because I have. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if that answered the question, but where, at least was... it, it, it leads to another question. Okay. Um, when is the last time that you've celebrated yourself? Mm. On my birthday. And how long ago was that? Um, the beginning of the month. So, beginning of the month. Celebrated myself, took the day off, um, went to a sensory deprivation tank, floated in a, in a sensory deprivation tank, did a lot of walking, did a lot of thinking, thought about where I was in life, um, mm-hmm. what had gotten me to the point that I'm at right now. I don't know how much of a celebration it was. It was sort of just like a mini celebration with myself. Mm-hmm. So, do you, so do you do you celebrate yourself like before things? Like I have this thing that I do. And, and it's going to help with the question I asked. What, what okay. were you unhappy about? Um, Celebrate yourself. Like, yeah, like I'll take myself out. Like you say, even before I, you know, have something in the pipeline towards the career or whatever I'm doing. You know, I I will go and have a pre-celebration. You know, whether I take my wife or I take myself or I take a couple of friends, and I just be like, yo, let's go celebrate. Like what? What do we celebrate? Let me just celebrate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we know that there's something coming down the pipeline. You know what I mean? And also, we're celebrating that we have life itself. You know? Mm-hmm. And so that keeps me in check in a way that I can check in where am I unhappy at? You know what I'm saying? Or where I need to look in myself of why I'm not just celebrating life for what it is. If I know that I know that I know that it's impossible for me to fail, I know that I'm going to get to where I'm supposed to be. I know that no one can do what I can do. Then why (laughs) am I dissatisfied 
or why am I unhappy? Because I know that I'm in the position at my job and only I can do it. (laughs) Why am I unhappy or not satisfied? So then I have to change the way I'm thinking about it because I know I'm going to find the answer. I know I deserve this job. I know that I'm more than this job, but I'm good at where I'm at right now because I'm learning, I'm building, I'm doing the things that I'm supposed to do, and I'm going to celebrate that along the journey. That's why I love this Stonecutters podcast so much, because people get to see and identify along the way, you know? Yeah. And... You want to talk about that inhale, exhale just now? I just, like, I'm I'm thinking about what I'm going to do versus what other people are going to do. And I'm just like, bruh, you want people to celebrate before they feel like they've accomplished something. Yes. But being where they're at is an accomplishment. Yes. So we need to celebrate every day being here what we're grateful for but celebrating like you're going out and you having a drink you like a, a good meal like you buying yourself some shoes like i might buy some shoes <laughs> um i might go when, when when did we go celebrate last time baby <laughs> where do we go will's talking to his wife right now we went to woodstone we had and nothing in the pipeline we're like Eat, man. Let's go celebrate. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Wait because, a minute. Wait. Okay. Say, say what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is, you know, it puts you in the mindset to attract what is coming to you. You know, things are coming, but life is not based off the things that are coming. You know what I'm saying? Life is based off you choosing to live the life that you desire to live. If I know my father in heaven has everything for me. My father that's inside of me has everything for me. It's impossible for me to miss out what is for me. So I'm not, by me not celebrating living life, celebrate with my friends, celebrate at the stage that I'm in right now, you know, I'm not ready for the stage that is to come. Because once you get there, it's like, eh, that was cool. You know, if you think about when you go to, when I go to my first Met Gala, and then the second one, then, uh, I can miss it this year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but what I'm going to remember is, you know, before the Met Gala, we was like, man, let's get dressed, man. We going to the restaurant, dog. We about to put on some boots, man. We about to go here and we going to celebrate, you Will, know? Will, how do, how do people not spiral into debt following our, our, um, encouragement to celebrate themselves uh, god gives seed to the sower you know if he wants some food in the ground you got to have a seed you know you know you're not going to be outside of your means celebrating don't mean you got to go to uh, uh 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 what's one of the expensive restaurants out here in la nobu you know what i'm saying so okay. don't mean you don't mean you got to go there everything you know what I'm in saying? moderation everything in moderation yeah yeah, yeah. Or, or you can you know what I'm saying? Or you can get your friends together and y'all can just go to have pizza. It's not the, the, the amount of the cost of the celebration. 
it's the point that you're putting some seed in the ground towards and harvest later. So we talked about that. Yeah. So I'm celebrating. I'm spending some money. Okay. Whatever I got, or we going to cook, or shoot it. We still on. I've been there. We still on the uh the EBT card. You know what I'm saying? We gonna go and we gonna swipe the EBT. We gonna cook up the food and we gonna say, you know what? This time next year, though, I'm gonna be swiping a different card and we gonna be having this celebration in a foreign place or this celebration somewhere else. You know, but we have to make room for God to do what he's going to do, you know, and that gets us out of that funk, out of that darkness. You know what I mean? Okay. So not only celebrating, going and doing something, but you have to speak it as well. At the celebration, Mm -hmm. you got to take a minute and and get up in front of everybody and say, hey, everybody, we're here to celebrate something that's about to happen. And whatever the, the future holds, you speak it in a positive light. And that's what you're. Okay. Yeah, and you can. Or you can. Or you, or you don't have to get up and say anything. I love this scripture, Aaron. I'm gonna give it to you. This was for free. I'm gonna give it to everybody. This was for free. I won't charge you guys for this one. And in 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 the good book, it says, "Before they speak, I will hear." I hold on. I'm gonna get this right. All While right. they're yet speaking, I will hear. But before they, ah, I gotta get it right. Ah, I gotta find the scripture, baby. You gotta, you, Will. You gotta take five deep breaths. And it'll come to you. Uh, yeah, before they speak, I will hear why they yet speak and I will answer. Ah, Haraba Sunday. Before they call, I will answer. While they're yet speaking, I will hear. So it doesn't mean God already knows exactly what you want and what you want to do. Before you call, I will answer. While they're yet speaking, I will hear. So I don't even have to speak it really out loud. It's in my heart for me to decide that I want to do this celebration and I'm going to celebrate myself. I'm going to celebrate along the way. I know that it's already done. It's already finished. Okay. Is Isaiah what? Isaiah 65, 24. That's something to marinate on. Isaiah 65, 24. Before they call, I would answer. While they're yet speaking, I will hear. So that means it's nothing that it's going to be missed because it's in your heart. You know, it's what you wanted to do before I got to the action thing, before you got to Nike, that's the same thing. Before they call, I will answer before you call and reached out to this person, reached out to that person. It was already answered while you was yet speaking about doing this with Nike speaking to it. He was already hearing it. Like mm-hmm. this, I'm about to put my son Aaron over here and we about to wreck shop and it's going down. You know what I'm saying? So things like that, I, I, I keep close to me because not only are they truths, they're light. And if I have that inside of me, I can remember when I'm down, remember what I'm complaining, remember when things are going bad or I seem to be going bad. You know, I can remember stuff like that. Like, you know, I'm all right because you hear me. And I'm going to go celebrate because I know I'm going to be eventually where I'm supposed to be. And it keeps you balanced, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to have some some tribulation in your life to be able to talk to somebody. Think about it. All that. All the things that you and I went through individually and collectively and the things that we will go through in the future. If we didn't go through those things, we wouldn't qualify us to be speaking on this podcast. Absolutely. 
and will to to talk to to your point for for anybody who's who's out there who's listening that doesn't follow the bible or isn't in the scriptures mm-hmm. i can put it in pretty plain plain terms here and it's really to think and and speak in a positive manner mm-hmm. and the and the universe will provide you with the things that you think about intentionally and the things that you write down and the things that you like will is is talking about something that's that's rooted in in the bible but it's something that works for people jim carrey is probably one of the 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 bigger examples is just somebody who wrote himself a 10 million dollar check and he dated it for i don't know if it was 10 years later and on that date he was able to cash that check because he had gotten the role in the movie the mask but to be Mm. able to put to be able to write down his salary and to and to really start to celebrate something that isn't there yet um, will t- along those along that same line like a people a few people have reached out to me recently wanting to get a job at Nike and things of that sort and I sort of sit there and I ask him I said okay well what's your target job like what's the job that that you want to target mm-hmm. and a lot of them don't really know mm-hmm. and then I say okay well let's forget about the job for a minute how much money do you want to make and they're like, well, I, I don't know. I'll just work for whatever whatever they pay. And I'm like, well, the universe is not going to give you a job until you until you write one down on paper and that you start to think about one. The universe isn't going to be able to give you the money that you that you need to survive or to, to get to where you need to go in life until you write it down. Until you start to think about it. So we're talking about celebrate, and we're talking about sort of bringing things and manifesting things, whether. You write them down. You go out. You go. You have yourself a little party like that. That's that seems. I could get down with that. I haven't done that as much as as what you're saying. Oh, we gonna do it all 2019, eh? Because we got all the things <laughs> to celebrate for. You know what I mean? That's the thing. You know, people might not, you know, prescribe to the Bible, but the principles are true. The principles are facts. If like gravity, if you jump off a building, you gonna hit the ground. Gravity exists. That's just what it is. You know what I mean? What I'm talking about is, you know, stretching our faith, like, and, and stuff, faith and seeds and giving, you know, because you had to have faith to get to Nike. You know what I mean? You had to have faith to oh, to trust this woman that you married and to trust that she would carry a child. You know what I mean? Like all those different things. And, you know, what we're talking about on a deeper level, and some will catch it and some will have to listen back, is that giving giving and celebration because you're going to give to a restaurant or whatever in order to celebrate giving is tied to your next level and your next phase you know of of how you give you know what i mean that's just what it is that's just a principle you know so if you if you want something to happen you know you have to give you know what i mean the I've I've heard this is that you uh, the first ten years you learn skills, mm-hmm. and then the next ten years you earn the money from the skills that you learned, oh, that's and then good. and then the last ten years is that you return it, and that you, pay, mm. and that you so learn earn return. I forget where I heard that. Um, I don't know if the ten year is if you could you could shorten that. But you learn something mm-hmm. new, you earn the money from it, and then you return it to other people. Mm-hmm. And you return the knowledge to other people so that other people can learn how to do what you've done. I mean, we talked about mm-hmm. it on a, on a previous episode. You want to you wanna teach people, Will. Like, what are, what are some of the things that you think people need to be taught? One thing is to be taught how to serve. 
and that's part of that giving. You know what I'm saying? If somebody wants to be, see, people are not clever, and it's because we don't know. If I want to work for Nike, and I know Aaron, I'll serve Aaron. I'll make his coffee. I'll send him stuff. I'll give him stuff. You know, I'll, I'll be under his tutelage to teach me. You know, um, I'll be calling whatever you need. What do you need? You know what I mean? Because he's the key to get you to the next place. Now, there's other errands that you may know that work there. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we just don't know how to be of service and be under submission of that person. You know, and I've been learning that lately and I've been learning it for a long time. You know, if, you know, how can I put it? I'm trying to think of the right thing to say. If um, I don't need to meet Denzel for Denzel's gift to be passed on to me. You know what I mean? Okay. But, you know, it's the way I appreciate what he has done. You know, whether it's sewing and watching a movie, whether it's listening to his you know, his, his things he has put online, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, stuff like that, you know, you're putting yourself in a striking zone or to be able to receive what that person has on them. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's, 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 it's the, the power of giving and the power of service. It's almost like they work hand to hand because sometimes someone on this podcast is like, man, I want to give, but I ain't got no money. Oh, I don't got this. I don't have no money to celebrate right now. You know what I'm saying? But you can serve. You know what I'm saying? You can serve somebody. You can say, hey, remember back in the day? Let me cut your grass, you know, mm-hmm. for $5 or whatever the case may be. But serving and giving gets you to the next phase. It gets you to the next level, you know, and that brings relationship, you know. So I can call Aaron for an exclusive or something because I have a relationship because I have served Aaron, whether it's with conversation, whether it's on this podcast, whether it's in the past, the present or the future. We have a relationship based off serving, based off giving, you know, <laughs> yes. whether he's giving whether you giving to me. Well, you need to do this like you gave to me and served me when you came up with the mastermind. We should do the mastermind group. We should do this. We should do that. Ever since that group, things took off. Stonecutters podcast, Will Catlett, Aaron Hankins. Uh, Will, <clears throat> I'll take a break there. We will come back to the mastermind on a on another episode of the podcast. Uh, but before we go, I did want to give a shout out to uh, some of our listeners. Um, Cassandra, Monique, uh, Danielle, uh, Michael, uh, let's see what else we got here. Josh, uh, unsung, definitely want to give a shout out to, to our, our boy unsung for, for listening, listening to the podcast. So, uh, stone cutters podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions that you'd like us to answer on the air, anything that you're, that you're pondering that you, that you'd like a little insight on and Perhaps me and Will can give you some some answers, give you some insights, give you a different perspective on the situation. And with that, um, Will, I think we can end this episode. What do you think? You want to you want to leave the people with anything? Yeah, share, 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 share this uh, our podcast. Um, it's blessing so many people. It's blessing me. Um, you know, and even doing this podcast, Aaron and Aaron and myself are becoming closer and closer and closer. 
And uh, the last thing I want to say, make sure you're giving. Make sure you're celebrating yourself. Make sure you're serving somebody. Make sure you're not getting bitter. You know what I mean? Just keep moving forward. Whatever you do, no matter what the situation may look like or seem like right now, keep moving forward. It's going to work out. You know, as y'all seeing Aaron and myself, we're working it out day by day. You know, we're depositing something into the piggy bank, whether it's a penny, a quarter, a nickel, a dime, or a dollar, or a thousand dollars. Eventually, we're going to get paid an investment for what we want to do in the future. So you got to give. Absolutely. You got to serve. And you got to celebrate. That's the three you got to do. (laughs) Say it with me, Aaron. You got to give. Give. You got to serve. Give, serve. And celebrate. 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 You got to do that at least, you know, once a month. You know, make sure that you celebrate. Make sure you serve it. Make sure you give it. It'll be exactly where you want to be. Celebrate, folks. Peace. Stone Cutter Podcast.